Welcome to the Paleo View. I'm Stacy Toth of PaleoParents.com. You might also know me as the broth lady or the inventor of the hashtag more vegetables than a vegetarian. I'm the co-author of several paleo cookbooks, including Eat Like a Dinosaur, Beyond Bacon, Real Life Paleo. I like to talk about health at any size and self-love and personal acceptance. Specifically, I have a love for lifting heavy things. If you're interested in finding more out about that, you can also find me on Strong Woman Radio. And I'm Dr. Sarah Valentine of thepaleomom.com. I'm the New York Times bestselling author of The Paleo Approach and The Paleo Approach Cookbook. I'm passionate about nutrient density and the intersection of diet and lifestyle with health, which really means I just love talking about science. News and Views, where Sarah and I catch up and you get to listen to our gossip. So, hey, Sarah, <laughs> do you want to pretend like we weren't just talking for 20 yes, minutes? Yes, 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 I do. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I haven't talked to you in so long. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on with you. <laughs> so just to kind of catch up, um, I have had just the craziest of the last couple of weeks between, like, my back injury and... Um, trying to keep up with work when I'm not in the office because I'm resting and icing and that and kind of stuff. Or I've been trolling your social media to try and stay up to date on your back end <laughs> stuff. Um, so it's like totally not stalkering or anything, but it's still like completely up in the air. Yeah. Which it's, yeah. it's not as like I going to have a fun experience and it was going to be all better by this week. And that didn't happen. Yeah. I totally thought that by going to like a special spine doctor with like medical credentials specializing in spine stuff that even if like they touched me and didn't know what it was that they would have the equipment to solve that problem while I was there turns out that's not the case and that I'm gonna need to be doing some other stuff in order for them to figure out what's going on because uh, my symptoms are reflective of several different types of problems and so they need to have me get an MRI, which I've never gotten before and have like no interest in doing, but evidently that's what's going to happen. Just, I mean, they, they're just boring and loud. Like, I mean, that's, they're yeah. just loud. I mean, anyway, only, it's oh. just, it's a thing that's going to have to happen and I oh. hope that it will lead to resolution. But at this point I'm kind of like, well, I mean, so it's, it's been going on for so an long. An MRI can see so much. Like there's, so much more information than an MRI can get than like a CT scan can get or like any other imaging. So like there should be a, and here's what's happening at the end of an MRI. I hope so. I'm locking on wood for you. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Um, so also things that have been happening is while we were doing that, um, the, the wrestling club that we signed Cole up for started two weeks ago and Cole's been um, going to wrestling after school three days a week, like right wow. after dinner. This That's is the, like, this is the first extracurricular activity that we've ever done. So it's really overwhelming. And you, for went, our family. you went from zero to three days a week. Yeah. You went straight from like, you jumped into the deep end there. 
I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and it's a lot for me because I don't normally have the children. I'm not like the caretaker for the children. That's my husband. <laughs> and so to be put in charge of the two littles for several hours, three days a week that I need to be home and like, you know, not doing work and not doing other things and focused on like just keeping children alive and happy and doing their homework and feeding them. It's kind of a, it's like way overwhelming, especially while I'm dealing with back injury. But the great news is that this all started because, um, Cole is doing so much better. So I kind of just thought, um, that despite the fact that you prepared for a show, um, that we could maybe just catch up with listeners on a lot of the stuff that's been happening in our lives and our social media. We've both had a lot of stuff. And I think that we, we've, especially when we have guests, we tend to sort of breeze past the like big momentous stuff in our lives. And I think having a little catch up, catch up show, newsy show, like, Sarah and Stacy Newsy, not like <laughs> CNN Newsy. Um, would I think? I think we should do this. The show that I prepared will still be here next week. Yes, definitely. And I think I'll be more mentally prepared for it. But um, yeah, so I, if you've been stalking me in social media, then you like I have seen some adorable, adorable pictures of Cole from behind carrying a uh, yoga ball. A yoga ball. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, that was actually the first day of school photo that I used for an update on Cole's progress with ADHD. And as most listeners of the podcast know, um, episode 145, we had Cole on to very bravely talk about how he was using some additional diet and lifestyle techniques beyond just paleo to manage his ADHD without medication. And we felt positive about the direction that things were going, which is why we felt comfortable doing it. Like we've been, it was something that at that point we had been working on for almost two years. And, um, the problem was that it happened at the end of the school year. And so it's difficult to gauge like how much of that is just kind of getting used to things or teachers kind of getting used to personalities. And also going into summer was not the best time to find our groove with the school year because new routine and all that kind of stuff. And so um, when Cole started school this year, we were hesitant and a little bit nervous about how things would go, specifically because fifth grade is even harder than um, third and yeah, fourth grade. It's another standardized testing year too, right? So yes, it's another standardized it's all that testing. Pressure. And also they start to prepare them for middle school. Like they start um, having them change classes and be really organized and that kind of stuff, which is also not um, a strong suit for Cole. And uh, so we were a little bit nervous about how everything was going to play out. And Cole had been coming home really positive and excited, which is very unusual. I, I, that's terrible to say, I mean, I love the kid to death and he has really great personality traits, but like being exuberant is not one of them, which I would define as one of your special characteristics. <laughs> it is not one I would use for Cole. And so for him to come home at the end of the day and say, you know, he had a great day and want to go outside and play. Um, he, he's really let go of the idea of video games. Um, in that podcast, I think that there was still a lot of resentment about like, well, when am I going to get it back? And I don't want other kids to suffer. It was still kind of a fresh thing. Yeah. Yeah, Like it was still like, yeah. So he's, he's like 
moved on, you know, he's like found other things that he really likes and he reads and writes a lot in the tree house in our backyard. He like takes a notebook up there and I don't know what he's writing, but he writes a lot. And so he's going outside. It's all, and the, it's all the angry stuff. Right. Exactly. I'm sure it's like <laughs> zombies and skulls and stuff, but, um, but he's outside and he's writing. <laughs> so, um, and so we felt like things were going really well, but hadn't kind of affirmed that with the school system and when we had a student teacher conference last week it went so well like it was I was still kind of in denial of how it was going and was like listening for the bad things and there like there wasn't it was just really positive and he got better grades this quarter than he's gotten since second grade um so we're just like really you know just overwhelmed and enthusiastic about how things are going. And we're hoping that they continue along the same positive path. Um, we're, we have a guest poster on our blog this week who also, um, has a child who is managing ADHD with lifestyle and diet. And she's, um, giving like 10 tips for families because we've gotten so much feedback about wanting more information. Um, and a lot of people are wanting it in written form and not just in podcast form. So her experiences are a little bit different than mine in particular, but they're consistent with what you and I would recommend, which is like, you know, exercise and probiotics and a good diet and, um, stuff like that. So I think that, um, with the individual things that we did with Cole, um, you can go back and listen to episode 145, but specifically, um, we quit video games and significantly reduced screen time. And then we also, um, really focused on getting exercise and sunlight and riding bikes and, um, and we do do caffeine in the mornings and that has made those, those things were like the biggest improvements beyond just obviously we're already living a paleo lifestyle. Um, but yeah, so that's going really well. And I just want to thank everyone for the wonderful feedback and, and comments and engagement and support in, you know, us sharing Cole's story. It's really scary to kind of put those personal things out there, but it's also the reason that we started the blog and we started, um, you know, sharing our information is because of the difference that it made in our families. And so, you know, we'd gotten to a point where paleo wasn't enough anymore. And that's normal. You and I talk all the time about sometimes you need medicine, sometimes you need things beyond, you know, paleo can be, um, can be great for people, but sometimes it's not enough. And when Cole started in third grade with standardized tests, that's what happened. So we're really, we're just really grateful and thankful that we've, you know, found this balance of things that are working for him beyond, um, you know, the paleo lifestyle so that we didn't need to move to more drastic measures like medication. Um, and you address a lot of that in episode 145. People want to go back and listen to the science and, and a lot of the information about that kind of stuff. And to be very clear for people who, who are on or whose children are on medication, we in no way make that judgment. And I think that, you know, if, if we had not found these things that worked for Cole, that's what we would have done. And, um, it's just, we're really grateful that we figured it out so that we could find these other avenues. I think we've said many times on the show, but it's always good reiterating that medication is not failure. Right. 
and that there is a time and a place for conventional medicine. There's some amazing things that conventional medicine can do, like MRIs, for example. <laughs> I know. That's um, why I was like, wait, I'm in a conventional yeah. like spine doctor's office. Why can't, where's your like magic <laughs> MD totally, wand? <laughs> totally get props for that. And I think that, um, you know, I, I think that's really, really important to be focused on um, a, a diet that's actually, you know, nutrient dense and anti-inflammatory. I think it's really important to focus on lots of sleep and stress management and lots of activity. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't utilize these other tools that are available to us when we need them. And that doesn't mean that we never need them. So, um, so just a, you know, when, when people, I, yeah, I see from that sort of different perspective, which is the autoimmune community, this very eager when people are adopting the autoimmune protocol and they're starting to feel better, this very, this eagerness to get off of medications and it's not always possible. And that doesn't mean that you're not gaining a ton of, a ton of wonderful stuff from your effort into diet and lifestyle. That doesn't mean that you aren't going to have way better quality of life for way, you know, for the way longer, you're not going to extend your life. Like you get all of those other benefits, but it may mean, you know, it's okay if you don't get off a medication or if it takes a long time to get off of a medication, like all of those things are okay. It's most important is to use all of the tools at our disposal and to do the best that we can with what we've got. Indeed. Soapbox. Um, Speaking of science, I don't know. How am I going to bridge this gap? What's going on? Speaking of talking in front of people, <laughs> there you go. On a screen, is that a, is that a that's not really a good transition either. Um, so I think I taught I mean, like way back in March um, when we finished um, post production on the television show pilot that I filmed. There's we probably have like new listeners since then who have no idea that I was ever working on a television show pilot. It's been a project that started about two years ago. Um, and one of the reasons why it's a project that's taken two years is because it's a project that I've worked on sort of in between books. Um, when I started talking with um, ECG Productions, who are actually a local production company that I met by this really fluke way because one of the producer's daughters was in ballet class with my daughter and I got his parents took her to her ballet class and I got talking with his dad one day and then we started nerding out together and figured out that we had this like common paleo bond because this is the production company that did uh, post-production on in search of the perfect human diet. So they're like, there are a lot of paleo enthusiasts over there and um, we really hit it off. We had a really great sort of working relationship and I agreed that it would be really great to get a paleo cooking show on television. And then of course, because it's me, I didn't want it to be just about cooking. I wanted it to be about lifestyle and I wanted it to be really (laughs) soused in science so that it really brings not just, not just this idea that paleo food can be delicious and it's easy and it's not that hard to do home cooking, but also the idea of this is a really healthy way to eat and this is why. And so, um, so I was a co-producer on the show Um, I helped write the script. I helped do things like get locations and all of that planning. And then uh, I star, I'm the star of the show. I'm the only, I'm one of the only people on camera, Um, which is a weird thing. Um, I'm as dorky in TV form as I am in podcast form. 
So I would argue maybe even dorkier, but in yeah. like an endearing Alton Brown sort of way. So the show is like half scripted and half off the cuff. And I think most of the time you can't really tell which is which. There are some super cheesy lines that I just said out of nowhere. And I was like, I just said that. And for example, I say something about bacon and I do this like double fist bump move. And I'm like, I had no idea that I did that in one take. But of course, they saw it and they're like, "Uh, yeah, that's making it into the show. Um, so that was just like me being a complete, cause you just, you got a double fist bump for bacon, I guess is what it is. Obs. Really? So, um, so, so the, um, in May when the show was done, we sent it to food network and cooking channel. We got a no response from cooking channel and food network. We actually had a meeting and, um, we got rejected because they have a policy of not having any, diet specific show. So we got really positive feedback about the show. Um, and then this, uh, but we're not interested because they have this policy of all of their shows are standard American. There's no, there's no restricted ingredients. So they won't have a vegetarian show either. They won't have a vegan show. They won't have a gluten-free show. Um, they won't cater to any specific diet. They'll have a show about sandwiches. They will not have a show about... They'll have 18 shows about traveling to eat junk food. <laughs> right. So... So anyways, this is this is like their board of directors policy. Um, so we ended up regrouping and then things got really crazy on the healing kitchen. It was sort of like as the healing kitchen was wrapping up and getting ready for print, we started pulling things together. So what we've done is we've put together this really detailed package. We're going to send it to every television network and streaming service. Um, we feel really confident that somebody's going to pick it up. The best case scenario for us is like the whole, what we need is a big enough budget that we can actually do what we want with the show. And so the way to do that is either capture some big channels attention or to get sort of a bidding war happening. Either one of those scenarios, we should be able to get a, a big enough budget that we can have, you know, the cool animations and stuff that are in the pilot. Um, so what we decided to do was actually, release the pilot to the public so that everybody can see it. And hopefully um, it can draw enough attention. It can get enough support in the paleo movement that we can, as a collective, right? All the paleo peeps can demonstrate that there's a market for this show. Cause I think that's one of the big things that's missing is people don't realize how many um, people identify as following the paleo diet in, you know, Western world right now in America right now. Like there's no, there's been estimates that something like seven to 8 million people are following a paleo diet right now in, um, in America, which is more people than vegetarians and vegans. Um, but really, yes, but there's not, there's not a really good census yet. So, um, there's this idea that it's like this small cult fad thing. And so part of releasing the pilot to the public. I mean, I'm hoping everybody likes it. So far, the feedback's been amazing, but maybe it's just because my friends have watched it. Um, but we're hoping to be able to say like, look, here are all of the people who viewed it. Here's the comments they've made. Here's all the you know likes this YouTube video has. Like, look at, you've got this market and you've got the show that's really good. You know, put two and two together and you're going to make money, right? We, that's what we have to show a network is that they're going to make money off the show. So all this means is that on Saturday, we released the pilot episode of Paleo Bites. 
Um, it's on YouTube. Everybody can see it. And what I'm trying to do is basically encourage everybody to go watch it, tell your friends, share it on social media. The more people who watch it, the higher we get those view numbers, the better of a case we have when we send our package to the networks to say like, look, this, th I mean, ideally I'd like to say, look, this thing's gone viral. Like, how can you not, you know, pick up this show and, you know, 23 minute videos never go viral. But if it has really big numbers, then we've got a, a really good case for telling a network that they should give us money to make more. So there will not be more unless we can get those view numbers up and get a network to pick it up. So, I mean, if any listeners have great television network connections, um, please email me through the contact form on my site. Um, otherwise, please go check it out. Um, we can put a link in the show notes. You can search on YouTube for Paleo Bites pilot episode. Uh, if you go to thepaleomom.com, you won't, you can't miss it. It's like right at the top of the page. And to um, help um, say thank you to people for, for taking this time out of their days and support me and my projects and getting this show on TV, which I'm hoping will be a major step in sort of legitimizing the paleo diet for the general public and bringing paleo to a new audience. Um, I am running a giveaway in conjunction with the pilot and I am giving away a paleo library of real, real books like paperbacks and hardcovers were that includes some excellent books by paleo parents. Um, it's worth uh, over $2,000 and we will ship it anywhere in the world. So that's the great thing about something that's on the internet is anybody anywhere in the world can access it. So that's why I really wanted to make sure that a giveaway that was designed to sort of celebrate the release of the pilot and thank people for their support was international. So um, I have no idea what shipping expenses will be if someone in Australia wins all these books and I'm not going to worry about that right now. Well, super awesome. I've seen it. We've talked about it before. Um, and I saw that people are even cooking off of it because as much mm -hmm. as it does have science and lifestyle in it, it is still a cooking show and there are recipes. In and they're it. loving the recipes, which like, to me, that's such a relief. Um, because if the recipes weren't good, then like, like you'd just ask somebody else to do a paleo cooking show. <laughs> Um, and what I like about the show, the other thing, I mean, the other thing that people are really responding to, and it's something that I'm really proud of is the part where it's very steeped in the dorky nutrient focus, uh, health myth busting. I can't say that word right now. Myth busting that I really like to do. Um, and I mean, I prefer it if there were no health myths out there, but since there are a bajillion of them. I like to bust them. Um, and so that that's really resonating with people, which is really nice to see. Um, I just, I really, you know, I, I don't know if you do this. So, um, you know, my social media sites are so overabundant in positive support and community and connection with a very small minority of grumpy people. And people have bad days and it's fine. Like, I don't believe in banning people just because they're grumpy or they don't like something. People are entitled to not like something. I do. I ban people all the time. <laughs> I, I only ban them when they get profane or really excessive. Nope. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> no, I let people have grumpy days on my social media sites. Um, that is not an invitation, by the way, everybody. Um, 
But uh, what happens for me, I am not thick skinned in any way. It's, it's just not, a, it's not my skill set. It's not something I could ever develop. And so if I put something, it was when I put something out there, like, you know, here's previews from my new book, or here's this pilot television episode that has occupied a huge portion of my time for the last two years. Um, I, I can read through, you know, 200 supportive, amazing comments and then the the one that's like really mean will make me cry. <laughs> and pl- like that's people are just going to laugh at me now. But it's true, I cry and I've I've always been a crier and it's I just it's the way I'm built. Um I'm good at a lot of things, but letting things like that um just sort of roll off my shoulders is not one of the things I can do. So, sometimes what I'll do if I'm like really know that I'm not in a place where I'm going to be able to handle it is I just won't read the comments, I'll be like, tell my, one of my team members to read them and then like, let me know if there's something <laughs> that I should know about. But this time I've been actually like, I've been reading through them because they're so positive. I haven't hit a single negative one. And that's also not an invitation to write a negative one. Everybody who's listening. Um, I, I don't, I don't need a negative one, but it's, it's been such this like relief for me to put this thing out there, which is, um, I feel like it's even more nerve wracking than putting a book out there. Um, I, I had more nervousness associated with this than I had of, you know, seeing what reviews would be like on the paleo approach or the paleo approach cookbook. And I think it's because it feels like it's much more like it's me, right? It's me, it's me on video. So if people don't like it, then, you know, the clear conclusion that somebody like me would draw is that then they don't like me. Um, so I had a lot of anxiety about releasing this and it's really wonderful to see all the amazing comments. So to reiterate what people can do to helpfully, you know, to help get the first paleo cooking show on network television is to go watch the pilot. The show is called paleo bites and the pilot is up on YouTube. Um, and you can also link to it from my site, which is the And please comment on it comment on the YouTube, comment on the post on my site, give it a thumb, preferably a thumb up, but whatever thumb you feel it deserves. Um, and then share it with your friends, right? Get, get everyone, you know, to watch it so that, uh, we can demonstrate just how big this community is. So to really recap, what we're saying is thank you to everyone because we both talked about the positive encouragement and feedback that we're getting from the community and having had the privilege of meeting so many of you listeners on the book tour and at events, I can say you're all genuinely wonderfully warm people and we feel very privileged to be able to connect to you every week on the podcast. And if I'm not mistaken, we both have a lot going on. So we're yes. gonna we're gonna actually cut the show at just this fun little recap. Um but we will be back next week as always. And um, we do actually already have two shows planned out. So Sarah, I look forward to talking with you next week as well. <laughs> uh, I do too. I always enjoy chatting with you clearly as being a people will judge by the amount of giggles in, I'm pretty sure an epic blooper reel right now. Um, so yeah. And I hope, I hope you have a great week. Thank you. You as well.
Thank you. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you for listening to the Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Okay. Do not so, include that quote, Matthew, in the thing, right? Uh, you don't. We, don't, want, we, you don't. we never talk yeah. about the thing with the thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Ever. Just making sure that that was very clear. So that's why all the poo came out of my mouth. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.